Welcome to the MS Diet for Life podcast. I'm Kim, a health coach, natural nutrition consultant, and teacher. I've also had MS for nine years. My mission is to spread the word that MS can be successfully managed holistically. We don't just have to resign ourselves to a declining quality of life and steady worsening of our symptoms. There is so much we can do to manage this illness and stay well. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. First of all, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has listened to the first two episodes. Now apologies for the slightly croaky voice today. I am just getting over a chest infection like I haven't had for years. Um, It really hasn't been good, I haven't been getting a lot of sleep at night. But I think I am on the mend, finally and my voice is coming back and so I decided that I was just going to go ahead anyway and record the podcast today. So today we'll be talking about the controversial topic of gluten and why it could be causing inflammation and MS symptoms in your body. Now in our body's response to gluten I think that we all fall into one of the four following categories. Number one you have celiac disease or a severe gluten allergy. This is a life-threatening condition because in celiac disease, the body's immune system attacks its own tissues triggered by gluten in the diet. So people with celiac disease often have to actually even have their own toasters um, because they can't have one tiny crumb of gluten. The second category is if you have an intolerance to gluten that you are aware of. So you've connected the dots that you feel sluggish and foggy-headed after eating gluten. You may also have gut symptoms such as bloating or diarrhea, uh, and this can also be called gluten sensitivity. Then in group three, you have a gluten intolerance, but you haven't actually realized it yet. Often our body's communications with us go unnoticed because there is so much noise in our lives and we don't realize that our tiredness, our sluggishness, um, that sore gut is because of gluten in our diets. Then the fourth group are people who don't have a gluten intolerance or sensitivity and your body can actually process it However, as you age, you may find that your body doesn't like it anymore and that you have to start cutting it up. So I feel that you can actually transition between these categories. You can go from having just a gluten intolerance to possibly a severe gluten allergy quite quickly. You can also go from being unaware of your gluten intolerance to suddenly connecting the dots, becoming aware of what is causing you to be so tired. The fact remains that gluten is inflammatory and does cause an increase in blood acidity. By now we should all know that disease thrives in acid conditions but cannot actually progress in an alkaline environment. So before we launch into looking at all the scientific research about gluten, I'd like to tell you my story. So I first started to realize that my body reacted negatively to gluten 
only when I was diagnosed with MS, which looking back now was crazy because up until that time, I had been eating gluten pretty much nonstop. I ate gluten-containing foods the whole day. I had toast for breakfast, sandwiches for lunch, you know, pasta for dinner, and lots of biscuits, lots of cake. They were all my stables. But very seldom did I actually have a spring in my step. And I noticed that I was very lethargic after meals. After lunch, I often had to put my head down on my desk for a few minutes because I was so exhausted that I couldn't focus on what I was doing. I remember being a teacher and being at school in my lunch break and having just had my lunch in the canteen and coming back to my desk, trying to do some work, but just just feeling completely exhausted and having to actually have a five-minute nap in the middle of the school day. And then at home, I always had to scrape myself off the sofa to do the dishes, laundry or cleaning. And I actually thought that I hated housework. But looking back on it now, I think it was just because I didn't have the energy to do it. When I didn't have work or friends to distract me, I actually felt quite depressed at times. And now I know that this feeling of depression, of low mood, was also a symptom of gluten intolerance. Literally two weeks after I stopped eating gluten-containing foods, I felt like a blanket had been taken off my head. I felt free, energetic, and able to think clearly for the first time in absolute ages. The brain fog that had been affecting my clarity of mind, concentration, and memory lifted magically, and I felt like a different person. The change was really quite dramatic. Um, and I had also given up sugar and dairy at the same time. So I think that that definitely contributed to my new feeling of well-being. And I was just, I was absolutely amazed at the change. And I keep thinking to myself, if only I had connected the dots a bit earlier, I would have realized what gluten was doing to my body and stopped eating it. But instead, I went for years and years with a blanket over my head. So I realized that I'd been living with a gluten sensitivity bordering on an intolerance. So my body had been trying to tell me that it wasn't loving the foods I was eating, but I ignored it. Looking back now, the foods I was eating were also contributing to a developing gut problem, which I feel was a major contributing factor in the development of my MS. Now I need to admit that in the early days of the MS diet, I was far from perfect and I often found that I couldn't resist that piece of cake or pastries at parties. And I told myself that I deserved a treat because I had been so disciplined. However, about half an hour after I'd eaten these foods, I felt so disoriented. I felt slow and just exhausted. I didn't feel like interacting with people anymore and just wanted to go home. And I learned my lesson quite quickly and started bringing my own gluten-free treats to social gatherings. Now in this, I really had to learn the hard way because I carried on doing this for a few months um, before I realized that I just had to stop doing it. And I think this is what we often do uh, when we are changing our diet. It's like a stop-start process, like three steps forward, two steps back until we realize what's happening and we stop doing the things that are holding us back. So let's delve 
a little bit further into this topic and have a look at what gluten is and why it can worsen our MS. So gluten is actually the Latin word for glue. It's a sticky protein, usually found in wheat, that makes ingredients bind together. It's best known for its role in holding flour together in bread products. And you guys will all know, you find it in crackers, pizza dough, biscuits, gravy, sauces, spices, and loads of other wheat-based products. It's in almost everything today. And it's also found in rye, barley, kamut, and bulgur. So to put it simply, gluten intolerance is just an autoimmune response. So these undigested gluten molecules can cross through the leaky gut into the bloodstream. And in someone with a gluten intolerance, the immune system thinks that gluten is a germ or a foreign invader and it's put on high alert. Now when the body reacts to food negatively, it tries to control the damage by sending out these little inflammatory messenger molecules to label the food particles as enemies. Now these inflammatory chemicals create an environment of inflammation in our bodies, which creates a ripe environment for disease to flourish. Killer immune cells are amongst these inflammation-causing molecules to ensure that the enemy food particle is wiped out. Now the irony is that this process, which is meant to be helpful to us, actually ends up damaging our nerve tissue and can result in MS symptoms. Okay, so that is really just a very oversimplified explanation of what happens when someone with a gluten sensitivity or intolerance eats gluten and their immune system it starts attacking it. Now another way we can develop a gluten sensitivity is if the body lacks certain enzymes needed to digest gluten-containing foods. It's also the stickiness of gluten that interferes with the breakdown and absorption of nutrients from other foods. Now when our food is poorly digested, this can lead to a pasty residue on the gut, which again activates the immune system, leading to an assault directed at the lining of the small intestine. Then this has a knock-on effect because this can lead to leaky gut syndrome, which can lead to undigested gluten molecules crossing into the bloodstream. And then obviously these are labeled as invaders and the immune system is mobilized to attack them. And then at the same time, these cells can actually cross the blood-brain barrier and attack our brain tissue. So as you can see, there are already multiple problems being caused here. There are a wide variety of symptoms that people with gluten intolerance are likely to experience. And we may experience all or just some of these issues. So the physical symptoms could be nausea, abdominal pain, diarrhea, constipation, intestinal distress, lethargy and low energy levels, constant tiredness, and then obviously if you have MS, your MS symptoms could be aggravated. And then interestingly, there are a whole lot of neurological symptoms. And these are mood changes, depression is the most common actually, obsessive compulsive behavior, brain fog and the inability to think clearly, a lack of focus and concentration, anxiety, peripheral neuropathy, which is tingling, pins and needles or numbness in your hands and feet, and then vertigo, sensation of dizziness and spinning. So I definitely had a combination of 
physical and neurological symptoms. Now guys, the plot thickens because it seems that gluten sensitivity is common in patients with neurological diseases. Gluten sensitivity can actually be an exclusively neurological condition. People with gluten sensitivity can have neurological problems without having any digestive problems at all. There's actually a medical term for neurological issues caused by gluten. It's called gluten neuropathy. This is actually a known condition when the autoimmune response to gluten is the root cause of nerve damage. Obviously, this has far-reaching implications for the effect of MS. And if it's not the actual cause, then surely it must be a contributing factor in the progression of the disease. So guys, I hope I haven't overwhelmed you or bored you too much with all this information about gluten sensitivity. However, I really wanted to give you a picture of what gluten does in our bodies and how they could potentially react to gluten molecules. As you can see, there is a vast amount of evidence that gluten is one of the root causes of inflammation and disease. In autoimmune diseases such as MS, it seems to be even more rampant. The immune system is already malfunctioning to some degree, and so it is more prone to use gluten as the fuel for its attacks. So the way I see it is that the immune system is just waiting for an excuse to be activated, and gluten can do this. And for this reason alone, all people with MS should completely avoid gluten, no matter whether you have the symptoms of a gluten sensitivity or not. I just don't think it's worth it. So does any of this resonate with you today? After listening to the symptoms of gluten intolerance, do you think you have a gluten sensitivity? Often we really have to tune into what our bodies are telling us. They will tell us if they're not happy with something we're doing. But often there's too much noise for us to actually hear. The good news is that the more you give up these inflammatory foods, the more likely you are to hear your body's communications telling you that what you're eating is not good. So I just want to end this episode off with a little bit of encouragement that Going gluten-free could be one of the most effective and simple ways you can use to manage your MS symptoms more effectively. You are likely to experience a few or even all of these benefits. Clearer thinking and better concentration, improved memory, more energy and less tiredness, better sleep quality, more stable mood. You may feel happier, I definitely do, and obviously improved MS symptoms. Now guys, I know that giving up gluten is a big step. However, there are so many wonderful gluten-free alternatives on offer that we won't really be missing out. It just means we need to be a bit more careful about what we eat and when we're out of the house. I am always armed with my gluten-free snacks. I never leave the house without them. I have found some absolutely wonderful gluten-free alternatives. You do need to be careful because there are loads of junky gluten-free products out there that are full of refined sugar and bad fats. And um, so in next week's podcast, I'm going to be chatting about going gluten-free and how to choose the best gluten-free foods. So yes, next week I'll be helping you set yourself up for gluten-free living. And in the meantime, I would suggest that you start reducing your gluten consumption. Just test things out. Don't eat gluten for a day 
See if you feel a difference. See if you sleep a little bit better. See if your mood is a bit more stable. Maybe you have a little bit more energy. And when you start to feel those differences, that will give you the motivation to keep going and giving up more and more foods. Also, just to quickly say before I end that the November course of the Natural MS Recovery Plan is now open for registration. And I've got four more places. It's basically a four-week video coaching course, but with loads of support. We do group coaching calls and you'll have a one-on-one coaching session. And so it's a very, very thorough course to really help you get going on your MS diet. It really launches you into this lifestyle. It's got absolutely tons of information on how to do it. Loads of recipes and meal plans. So if you're interested, you can either email me at kim at msdietforlife.com or you can have a look at the resources section on msdietforlife.com and I am running a half price special on the course at the moment. So if you use the code NOVEMBERCHANGE, all in caps, no spaces, uh, then you can get the course at half price. So yes, I will chat to you next week. Have a great day.